0: If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on unfiltered, please email your story to seeing other at gmail.com to be considered for an episode, real people, real stories, real life. This is seeing other people unfiltered. Seeing other people unfiltered is presented by mindset wellness, CBD, their happy gummies and their calm gummies cured my dating anxiety, and I am so grateful. You should try them. You need to try them. Don't take my word for it. See for yourself. Head to mindsetwellness.com, fill up your cart with those happy gummies to take before a date and the calm gummies to take after a date, and use code seeing other people at checkout for 20% off and free shipping.
1: Yeah, so I am 24. I am from New Jersey, and I'm going to be talking about the classy fuck boy that I've experienced recently. <laughs>
0: I, when I saw your email, I was so excited to open it because it said like unfiltered application, like the classy fuckboy. boy. And I was like, wow, this is the most clickbaity thing I've ever seen in my life for me. Like if any brand like advertising team is listening, like just name something, something like that. And, and I'm bought in like you got me, <laughs> um, but yeah, I am so excited to have you here. I think your story and and what uh, people hear you'd kind of define as the classy fuckboy boy is something that is so relatable and that so many of us deal with and have been dealing with and it's so frustrating it's so confusing and just a reminder like we say fuck boy it could be fuck girl fuck person like whatever in this case (laughs) it was a classy fuck boy but classy fuck human they're they're everywhere
1: they're everywhere and I'm seeing it more even with girls who like my guy friends would tell me stuff and I'm like really and they're like yeah like she did this to me and I was like I'm so sorry.
0: Like, we yeah. don't deserve this. <laughs> no. You know, it's so it's so interesting little aside. I was um interviewing people on the streets yesterday for the Snapchat show that I do. And one of the questions was like, who do you think cheats more? Men or women? And I was really surprised. A lot of people said this answer that they think men get caught more more. Yeah. Women eat more. They're just sneakier about it. Oh and my god. Like, just, Whoa, shit. That's, you're right. I was
1: just about to say that because well recently my friend just um caught her. At her boyfriend cheating on her like three days mm-hmm. ago and she made a whole TikTok about it. she was going she's about to expose him like flat out so I was like go yeah. for it but like yeah like boys are just easier I guess girls are more okay going to the person about it and being like hey like this is your boyfriend he sent me this and like I feel like girls do them where guys don't really send a guy to guy and be like hey your girl's doing this like you know
0: yeah so I think
1: that's why guys get caught and
0: that's it's just true. funny that's when you see guys guy get true. caught
1: because they just get all frazzled and it's like oh
0: <laughs> totally Okay, so in your words and in your experience, what does the classy fuckboy mean? So for me, I came up with the classy fuckboy after
1: this whole situation was because usually with the traditional fuckboy, you can tell them right away like, oh, you're just going to be a waste of time, whatever. With this guy in particular, at first I caught the red flags, like the asking for my Snapchat. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm going to like write them off, which I did. But the way he would try to excuse himself was so elaborate that I'm like, why are you putting so much effort into me? Like any little thing that I caught was extra, like elaborating on his excuses, why he couldn't hang out or this and that. And like when we would hang out, it was really comfortable. So I was just like, why are you so good with your words? Like he was extremely, extremely well with his words. And it freaked me out, like at the end being like, what just happened? And so, yeah, that's why I call him the classy fuckboy, because you don't catch him at first, but he was very proper, even towards the end, when everything ended, he was like, that wasn't my intention, I'm so sorry, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, just, you're a fuckboy, just admit to it, it's okay, if you just wanted to fling, just admit to it, like, I'm fine with this, but he was very, like, a lot of mixed signals, I mean, it's a typical fuckboy, but he was just like, I don't know, I've never experienced someone like him before.
0: what was it that drew you back in after in your head you were like oh like now nah, I'm writing this guy off like you asked for my snap like no I'm over this like why did you then decide like oh no I'm in I'm in so I'm in.
1: we met on we matched on hinge and we were messaging a little bit it was very normal like normal conversation and then right away he goes what's your snap and I just like laughed I was like with my friend I was like yeah no okay I know the rules we're not going to do this I think a day or two goes by he messages me again and was like is that a red flag? And I was just like, yes, it actually is. Like, are you stupid? Like I put it in all caps. I was like, yes, it is a red flag. Like he's like, oh, I just use Snapchat because I'm on there more often with my friends, blah, blah. You only text people like my family or my brother. Well, like he just gave a really elaborate answer. I was like, oh, he's like, but here's my number. Like here, here you go. So I was like, oh, um, okay. So we texted. At first I was not about him because I was talking to somebody else. So I was like, oh, he's just, because I'm an anxious attachment style. So I was trying to date multiple people at the same time. So I was trying Mm -hmm. to do what my therapist told me was to do that. So I was like, okay, I'll keep people at bay and do that whole situation. So we were texting a little bit in the beginning. It was like once a day, twice a day, because my work schedule is really busy. He owns his own business, which I've never met somebody who owns their own business. So I'm not sure how his schedule is going, which having his own business does take into effect later on with why everything kind of got worse. Mm -hmm. So it was texting a little bit here and there. And then eventually he started getting a little bit more and more asking about your life. He, I even asked him because like what he was looking for, because one night we were both out with our friends out of town and he was like, oh, you should come to this bar I'm at. And I was like, no, I'm with my girlfriends. Like, no. And I was like, I'll just talk to you later. And then 3am goes and he goes, what are you up to? And I was like, I was sleeping. What do you think I'm doing at 3am, sir? Like it were, <laughs> no. So then the next day that's when I asked him like what are you looking for because you're looking for a hookup that's what it seems like you are. I'm okay with just bluntly asking people cuz I'm like I don't care. And
0: was he this gave over this text? Yeah, it's
1: over text. Yes, over text. And he sent the longest paragraph I've ever seen when I asked like what are you looking for he was like you know, in college I did the one night stands. I, I, you know, I did the whole, like, I guess I was on part of sorority because my school didn't have it. So I guess I had like date parties. So he's like, Oh, I did the whole date party one night stand things. It's not fulfilling for me. I want something with potential. And you know, I want to go from there. Like I don't have time to waste on someone. Cause you know, I own my own business. Like just over elaborating an answer. I was like, Oh, okay. We're on the same page. So like going forward. You're looking for something with potential. You're looking for a relationship. So am I. So like, let's keep moving. So that's how it, I guess, kept tugging me was every time I asked him about something or call him out on something, he would just give the most elaborate answer that was like too much effort to put into somebody.
0: Brave the uncomfortable. So, head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P R E S E N T L Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code Seeing Other People. due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across, and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off. Farmer owned, Vermont grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, just hearing that like really drawn out response of like his whole dating history and like why he's looking for this. Like, I wonder, do you think in hindsight, like it was maybe a red flag that he was like over justifying things like that? I don't I never
1: met anybody like that before usually every guys that I've talked to are just very short, simple like oh yeah Yeah. like blah blah I've never until him met somebody who would overly elaborate so I'm like oh he's putting an effort Effort, I saw that as effort
0: that's what I I know I would take that as effort too but it's like it in now like thinking back I feel like it's questionable because Mm -hmm. it's like why if that's not how you felt why would you say all that
1: Oh no to like the last day I don't even think he realized what he was even saying so then he said that so we started there was so many red flags like I look back on it and I'm like you're such an idiot Like <laughs> you're such an idiot but then we texted for about a month because he kept asking me to hang out and I was like no because he kept asking me on days that I had things to do he asked me very last minute and I was like I already have plans with my friends I can't mm-hmm. so eventually we finally hung out like a month after texting and it was such a red flag So I had my coworker stay with me in my apartment because we were traveling into the city together. So she came out of state to stay with me. Mm -hmm. He texted me so many paragraphs at night being like, we should hang out tonight. Like, just kept going out. I was like, dude, I can't. My coworker's in my apartment. Like, And also it's midnight. Like, can we just hang out? When I'm done with work, he's like, "No, I really want to meet you." And eventually, I just caved in because he wouldn't shut up. So I was like, "Okay, like, come to my apartment." My coworker was all about it. She was like, "I kind of want to see what goes happen what happens." So I trained right. her when she came over. Like, what's our code word? What's our warning sign? If I scream this word, call the cops. Where do I live? What street? What's the crossing? She like we went over like ten times before he came over. And then when I he came over, I, I kept pepper spray in my sweatshirt. I was wearing my pajamas. I was wearing sweatpants and oversized sweatshirt, and I kept a pepper spray in my pocket just in case because what else especially this day day and age like you don't know what's gonna happen you never know so he comes over and at first i was like okay he's looking for a hookup like this could be weird whatever he was such a gentleman like he came in he like gave me a hug he was like sorry for coming over late like i just know you have a busy weekend i just we've been talking for a month i would just really want to meet you and i was like okay so we sat on my couch
0: and and, and we just talked confirming this is like after midnight
1: this is after midnight I think it was like 1 a.m at this point okay, okay so weird I know I think about it now and it's like are you that stupid but he just if I show you the text message you'd be like oh okay like sure and at first I'm thinking like okay he's gonna hook up with me like this is not gonna happen I have pepper spray in my pocket so like he's done I got my coworker, who's yeah. my friend also she's not just a co-worker she's also my friend so she's like ready he sat in my house maybe for like two hours and we just talked like about normal things didn't make any moves on me didn't like try to scooch over very polite he was like making great compliments he was like you seem so down to earth you know you say you're close to your family I'm close to my family just really good with his words and then when he left we didn't kiss we just hugged each other goodbye he was like I will love to see you soon I was like okay great so then he went on and we texted and then I saw him two days later This was another red flag. I just got done coming home from New York because I was hanging out with my friends. And he was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I said, I thought you were staying in Hoboken. And I was like, oh no, I came home early. I was tired. He's like, we should hang out. And I was like, fantastic. Um, Let me just take a nap real quick because I'm tired. We can go for for drinks.
0: I'm tired. I was
1: like, I literally said, I was like, can I please take a nap? Like we can go to like one of the bars in our town. And he was like, I actually just want to stay in. I got a long day too. Like we can just stay at your place. And I was like, honestly i'm tired too like we can just do that it's not like you haven't been here before so we did come over that was like 10 o'clock at night on a saturday which was like i guess normal i don't know it was just more
0: normal than the
1: more normal yeah than the thursday night 1 a.m hey you want to meet for the first time I can't believe I did that. Like I look back and I'm like, wow,
0: <laughs> never Wait, doing that you again. Were prepared. You had the pepper spray. You got the that. <laughs> you were prepared. I was getting
1: all my ducks lined up and be like, Hey, something happens. We got this, this, and this. And I live yep. right across the street from the police station in my town. So we were all set. And then, um, Saturday night comes, he comes over at 10 o'clock again. Didn't make any moves on me. We were just sitting there talking very, very normal. We're watching a movie. But he did notice I had a bottle of wine on my table. He was like, oh, would you want a bottle of wine? I don't drink. I just kept getting them as gifts people because I moved into my apartment. So people were just <laughs> giving me gifts. And I was like, um, sure, you can have a glass. Like, I'm not going to drink any. But I think I had something, like another bottle of something. So we sat there talking for like, he was over like three, four hours. And then we started cuddling. And then he kissed me for the first time. And it was like a sweet kiss. Like, it was really embarrassing for him. Because I remember he was like looking at me. And he was like about to kiss me. And he goes, my parents, we, we bought a Christmas tree today because it was in December. And I was like. That's amazing! Like, what kind of tree? And he was like, "Oh, it was, it's, we brought it back home, and it was just like too small for the house." I was like, "Cool! Like, I, are you gonna kiss me, or like, what is going on?" So then we kissed, but it wasn't too much. I mean, he did put his hand somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, what's the?" But that was it. And then he went home, and we kept talking, text me when he got home, like, "Thank you so much for having me over." So like, everything seemed normal. I feel like if he wanted just a hookup, he would have just right away, like tried something but he didn't he took it very slow which mm-hmm. is, gets me more confusing
0: <laughs> yeah I uh it's so interesting because it seems like he was doing the right things and he was saying the right things my, my question is did he ever try and make plans in advance
1: no that was the one thing my therapist always mentioned she was like why don't you guys make plans in advance like why don't you plan so we found out like after talking to him for a few weeks, me and my therapist would like analyze this whole situation, trying to figure out like why, what's going on. He always said he wasn't a planner. It's because his work schedule with his own business, he would always work late at night. He never knew what was happening. If something popped up, which I do get because my what I do, last minute things are always happening. So, like, lately I've been working at 9 p.m. at night when I'm supposed to end work at six. So, like, mm-hmm. I was very empathetic towards it. I was very giving him benefit of the doubts all the time, maybe too much. But yeah, no, we everything would always be last minute. Till this day, it was always last minute planning, like an hour before, like, hey, would you want to hang out? It was yeah. just...
0: <laughs> I always wonder about that, like the whole concept of like, oh, I'm not a planner. Because like, yeah, you could not be a planner, but at some point you have to plan for certain things. And like, if you're trying to, and, and maybe, maybe he was trying to, maybe he wasn't trying to actually turn this into a real thing like I get it I'm the busiest person in the world I have recordings at night like I'm also starting my own business in a way and like there's a million things that come up but that doesn't mean that my the rest of my life is not a priority too and especially I feel like the thing that is frustrating is like he said he wanted a relationship but Mm -hmm. then couldn't plan you know
1: And the thing was that he always had family things going on every weekend because his family's huge. He always had a family party or football was big for them. So he would always have Sundays where you can't hang on on Sundays because they had family come over and watch football, which I mean, I get I have a small family, but I also have friends who have Mm -hmm. big family. So like I get the whole like getting your whole family over But like he would make plans with other people, but like he couldn't make plans with me, which is how things ended because I called him out on it I was like you can make plans with other people but well, why is it with me why is it so hard for you to make plans with me so what I would actually, actually
0: feel like for you like seeing that kind of unfold
1: towards the end I was just getting fed up with it it was like in so we talked we started talking beginning of November but it was all texting but I wouldn't count that because I wasn't really interested in him it was more like how's your day blah blah and then December that's when we really started hanging out like once a week we would hang out like once a week like either was never on the weekends it was always during the week because he always had family things or like errands it was always sketchy which I should have probably put in my head too because I'm uh so then probably like end of January all of February I just said okay this is it like I don't deserve this I kept telling myself like I don't deserve this like this is not who I would want to marry or how I would want my son to treat girls like and that's how I date yeah. people now it's like what I want my husband treating with this one and two what I want my son acting this way towards a girl because if I don't want my son acting like this then why would I date somebody like that because they're obviously they're like the father of my kids they're going to influence my kids to act that way so that's how I right. date I'm very serious all my friends know me since high school I don't just date to date like I date with purpose that's how I've always been so I was like, okay like he's saying this he's saying that but yeah I just was fed up with him like every single week there'll be something new and i'm like dude like what is going on and just as i'm about to end it he will reel me and he was just breadcrumbing me the like the entire time like just as i'm about to end it he'll say something to like reel me back in and i'm like okay like we'll try again like i have nothing else going on like there's no other bachelors I- like anyone else i can like go for so like eh, we'll go for it but towards the end i was like completely i was like crying all night the night before we like Completely ended things because I was like, "This is not what I deserve. This is super sketchy." There was like girls in a Snapchat story, and I was like, "Okay, like I'm done. Like this is it." Yeah.
0: How many times like do like did you hang out over the course of these few months? Do you think
1: it was like once a week? Oh, so
0: that like okay, it was like once a
1: week. Yeah, except for like maybe because he had a he has a house in Florida, so he went away for like Christmas and New Year's, which like makes sense. We just started talking. I'm like, okay, cool. And then February came. I didn't see him for, like, maybe two weeks or so. But we would usually hang out once once a week, sometimes two. But majority of it would always be, like, once a week I would see him.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's that That answers my question of, like, how much in-person actually happened. Because, like, that's that sounds like that happening makes you think it really is going somewhere after exactly. a certain point. Yeah. Ugh. The thing with breadcrumbing, I mean, like, it's so frustrating. Because, like, exactly what you said is, like, you realize that it's not what you deserve, but because he kept leaving these little breadcrumbs and reeling you back in, it makes you so conflicted because it's like, oh, but, like, you want this person to like you. So then when you see that, like, they're putting in, like, the little bit of effort, then you're like, oh, like, maybe this is going to go somewhere. And you start to, like, kind of believe that the, this bare minimum is what you not even deserve, but what you're like striving for. It's like, Oh, I really hope he texts me like, Oh, I really hope he texts me before 9.00 PM to hang out. And it's like, that oh is the God, yes. fucking minimum, but we celebrate it. We literally it's, celebrate it.
1: It was just, I just remember like really telling myself, like, I don't deserve this. Like, why am I going through this? But then I know like everything like now I'm on like, that TikTok thing now like it's all like the relationship advice and now it's like stop making the guy like you like you need to see if you like him but the whole mm-hmm. time I kept having that competition like no he has to like me he has to like me and when I'm like that's not dating like you do I even like him no but like I'm still it's like my ego was like no he needs to like you to feed your ego which is like not the best situation but it happens to like the best of us.
0: It almost is like the opposite of the chase. It's like, it's not that you were like trying to chase him or like you wanted him to chase you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life episode of dateable season 15 episode 10 is it chemistry or anxiety guys this podcast is incredibly relatable insightful and oftentimes hilarious wherever you start dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you you can subscribe and listen to episodes on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts every wednesday and sunday so check out dateable and thank me later like that's a mind f- i don't even know if i'm like comprehending that but like yeah it's so it's so frustrating and it's so almost like demoralizing and and I, I feel like I always use this word like every other unfiltered episode but it's like soul-sucking it really is
1: because I felt drained like now I've this is like the first month I think it's been
0: like four weeks since we beginning things I feel so refreshed and not drained I use this term like every so often like it's literally soul-sucking and mm-hmm. it makes you feel like oh well like this is what I first of all like this is what I deserve second of all like well why am i not worthy of this person who claims to like me claims to want to spend time with me and claims to want a relationship but can't make plans in advance like why am i not worthy of a friday night or even a sunday morning before they see their family for football and and we yeah, lived and only
1: five minutes away from each other so like i live on an island and there's like a bridge and then he lives on like the mainland call it mainland but it's just like a little, little sliver bitch <laughs> a sliver, like a sliver of like beach towns and then there's a bridge and then he lives right up over it so he was only five minutes away from me like it's not that hard to even and we would make plans like we were saying oh let's go ice skating like we had things lined up he's like oh my god we should go to the aquarium um we should go get coffee in the morning like what coffee do you like like kept making empty promises which again led to me doing that it was just my heart out oh I, I can give you the list of so many things we're supposed to do and he was like And the worst part was like, he even talked about me meeting his family and like, you would, they would love you. They know about you. Like he told me the whole story about how, I guess he left his phone on the kitchen counter and his little brother saw it. So at dinner, his brother was like, oh, who's this? And said my name. And they're like, oh, is that the girl you've been seeing like at night? Is that like the person you've been going to? Because he told me when he would come visit me, he would lie to his parents be like, oh, I'm going to go play poker at my friend's house. Which I'm like, dude, like, that's really fun. Like, if I looked at my parents, I would probably tell them the same thing. Like, why would you tell your parents you're going to go meet somebody? So then eventually it moved on to me being his friend's girlfriend's friend. So I kept moving up in the story that he was telling his parents, which to this day, I highly doubt he even told his parents anything, which is like sad. So like everything that has happened like, I don't even know if he's a nice guy. I, I don't even, I feel like everything's a lie now because-
0: Right, it's like, how do you know?
1: I don't know. And I. it's scary because he still lives in the same town as me. We go to the same gym. I have not seen him since everything. Because right now, which another thing that ended the situation was he was traveling for work. So he's going to be away for three weeks. And he told me this three days prior to him leaving. He's like, oh, I'm going to be away for three weeks. So I'm like, "You again, you planned this. Did you not think to tell Brian? me? It was just super sketchy. But yeah, he lives in my same town. I'm like, oh, I just hope I don't run into him in the summer at the bars or at the gym. Like, he knows what my brother looks like. My brother's a power lifter. And I show, I always show a guy what my brother looks like. Because my brother's a power lifter and he's scary looking. So I'll be like, oh, this is my family. And like, I'll show him a picture of my brother just to be like, this is my brother. You see him, yeah, you run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But apparently that wasn't enough for, for this. He would mention day. that.
1: Oh my, he, to this day, even when we ended things, he ended it like, oh, he pulled the whole let's be friends card. Like, I really like you and I like you as a person. I'm not just yeah, seeing wait, that. wait, wait,
0: Let's back up for a second. Oh, what yeah. unfolded in this conversation? Like, what finally put you over the edge and led was you initiated it ending? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay.
1: so what happened? what happened? It was one weekend. He We didn't hang out that one week. And prior to that week of us ending things, the week before we hung out for the last time, when we hung out, I did say to him, Hey, this is, I'm looking, I said, Hey, I like you. I like where this is going. Like an extent, I just like said that. I was like, I like you as a person. Like, I want this to progress into something more. Like I want a relationship out, out of this. Are you on the same page with me? If not, you can leave right now. Like I, there's no hard feelings. Like you can get up and leave. Like, it's fine. He literally looks me in the that and goes, I want to be in a relationship with you. Like, I want this to go somewhere. Like I'm on the same page as you. I said, real, I literally go at him. I go, really? Like. It doesn't seem like that. It's like, no, like I know I've been busy. I just need to try harder and I'm sorry I'm doing that to you. Like flat out looked me in the eyes. It's like, I want a relationship with you. Like I want you to be like my girlfriend, all this stuff. Like I need to try harder. Like I'll take you on a date, like all this things. So I was like, all I right, see how it goes. Then the next week prior comes and we agree that Thursday nights will be our night to hang out since he's so busy. I'm like, let's try planning. Let's do Thursday nights as our nights to hang out. That didn't work because that week he was like, I can't, my family has this huge family party on Friday for their friend who's retiring. I have so much to do. Lauderdale. It goes. I was like, all right, whatever. It, the party was on Saturday because my friend came home from college from like law school and was like, hey, let's go get drinks. I was like, okay, cool. Let's go out. So we went out that night. We were texting all day, me and him. And I said, oh, how's the party going? This is maybe 10 o'clock at night. I'm thinking, oh, it's a huge family party. It probably lasted all day. He goes, No, I'm in this town, which is forty-five minutes away from our hometown, which is a huge bar town. And I was uh. like, What are you doing there? Are you like with your family? Because I know your uncle came to visit, like maybe they want to go out to a bar. I don't know. He right. goes, No, it's my buddy's birthday. They rent out a wine and um wine bar with him and his girlfriend. They rent out the whole place, so I'm here. And I was uh. like, Okay, I was just like, uh-huh. never mentioned this at all, and I was like, oh, it's just you and your buddies. He's like, yeah, just me, and my buddies. I go on his Snapchat. There's girls there. There are a ton of girls there. There's maybe 50 plus people at this bar. He took a video of, and I was like, why didn't you just invite me? I'm just one person. And he was like, it was too packed, blah blah. And I said, do your friends even know about me? Because at this point, I was like, I'm done. And my friend, I was texting my friend, my other best friend of the time. And she goes, you want to end with a bang? Let's end with a bang. So like, let's oh add, calm God. out and everything. I was like, do your friends even know about me? He was like, yeah, they do. Then three hours go by. It's now 3am. He was like, That's, I don't know. He was like drunk texting me at this point. I go on his Snapchat. He's at someone's apartment. It's just him and this guy, I'm pretty sure. And there's two girls walking out of the car. And I was just like, oh, this is how it's going to go. So then I didn't text him. Sunday comes. I didn't hear from him till two or two thirty, and he goes, "Hey, sorry, I got in a fight with my friend's girlfriend." Which I noticed was another red flag. Every time he hung out with a group of people and there was someone else's girlfriend, he always said he got in a fight with either the girlfriend or the friend, like That's always, bizarre. which is weird. He always said, "Like, oh well, yeah, I, the the girl was being annoying because I took a Snapchat of her cat or something on my Instagram story or something weird." There was always like a fight with somebody, and I am like, okay, like I like I, you get confrontation or like whatever, but I noticed like that was a trend with him. So then Sunday yeah. comes and I just said, dude, listen, like, I I don't even know what happened. He just said, like, I want to fight with my friend, and blah, blah. blah and said, like, I don't feel good about last night. Like, I told you, like, why are you so embarrassed to be seen with me? Like, you know, since day one, I told you, like, I that's one of my things. I feel like people are embarrassed to be seen with me. It happened with me in my past relationship where he never posted about me on social media. I mean, he was very proud to be with me because we meet all of his friends in person. So like I was fine with it, but social media, I'm like, are you embarrassed to be seen with me? Is that why you're not posting about me? So it's always been my insecurity, I guess, going forward. Dating is like, are people to be embarrassed to be seen with me? Because I am half Asian and I always, I got bullied for that growing up. So I always feel like, are people embarrassed to be seen with me because I am Asian? And you don't want me be know like you're into Asians or- I get scared dating as well because do people have like an Asian like fetish thing? I don't know. I get so scared with dating because you never know they actually like you for you or just for your looks. Mm-hmm. So I brought that up to him. I was like, are you embarrassed to be seen with me? He's like, no, I'm not. It's not that at all. It was a private party. It's been planned for three months. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. And then later, some more messages came by. I can't remember. But I just remember him going, listen, I think we're both looking for different things. Like, I think you're a great girl. And I was like... You didn't say that two weeks ago when I asked you, we're on the same page. You said we were, so you're just lying at this point.
0: Right, that's where it's confusing. I mean, he could have also just said like, oh, like I'm going to this thing, but like I want to, let's hang out on this other night. Instead Or like, yeah, like I can't do the thing on Thursday because I have the family thing. And then this weekend I have my buddy's party, but like, let's pick this other day or let's try and make it happen Sunday morning or Monday, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's the lack of, transparency around like his actual life and it it was so bizarre at the same time saying that like literally the conversation going into that situation was that he wanted to make it work
1: Mm -hmm. and I made sure I covered all my bases I was like do you want a relationship because I do So I made sure I asked that question so for him to say I'm looking for different things I go you just used me this entire entire time and then he goes on with saying like if I showed the text it was so funny. Like my therapist was reading through and she was like this is ridiculous. Like are you kidding me? I was like okay like he said like we're looking for different things. I said all right. I sent the whole I asked my therapist She Actually wrote up a text for me to send to him because I was like I don't know what to say. She goes say this. It was like a goodbye text. It was like okay, whatever. We're looking for different things. I get it. You made me think. Oh, what did I say? I said um, you know you're right. I oh my gosh she was so smart with this one. So she goes yeah you're right. I do deserve more than this. You're not giving me what I want. I wish you the best, like something, something. I wish you the best. Peace out. Bye. I sent it thinking he's just not going to text me. He's going to ghost me. Like usually he goes, no, 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 it's not that. Like, I'm so sorry I did that to you, but I still want to be friends. Like, why can we still be friends? And I was like, what Mm -hmm. does that entail for Mm -hmm. you? And he's like, well, you blocked me on social media. I go, well, I deleted my Instagram in general because it was like the night it happened. I just said, I'm done with this. And then I said, I did remove you off of Snapchat, though. Like, I'm going to be blatantly honest. Like, I did. Like, why would I keep you on Snapchat? Right. I don't care for you. And he was like, I think you're a great girl. And I'm not just saying that. And I'm like, okay. Great. Wonderful. What do you want to go from now? He's like, why can we just be friends? Like, he just kept emphasizing the friends over and over again. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. And then I said, I mean, it's just too be- late for that. And I told him, I was like, it just because we didn't date or like, become official you still hurt me as a person like you led me on and I'm so proud I said this I was like just to let you know like you did hurt me you led me on to thinking there was gonna be something else so you did lie and you did hurt me I mean throughout the whole situation, like I guess situation of relationship was anytime something hurt my feelings I did tell him like hey this hurts my feelings like what's up he was always respectful and being like hey I'm sorry that's not what I meant which is nice because in my last relationship when I dated somebody Anytime I would bring something up, there was always a fight. So I, the good thing that came out of this classy fuckboy was I'm not afraid to tell say how I feel because he was very respectful of it. But he just never, ever, his words never match his actions. And like, he totally used me for sex. Like, I have such a bad thing with sex now. Like, it scares me now to do anything because with my last boyfriend, I lost my journey just last year. And I wanted to wait to someone who I love, who's my boyfriend, all that fun jazz. And he took my virginity and then two days later broke up with me. So that yeah. was my only, oh yeah, that was uh, a fun one. Oh my and I was,
0: God.
1: and I was in Florida because he's in the military. So I was, he was stationed in Florida. I'm from New Jersey. So I was stuck there and he's like, okay, like we're breaking up. And I was like, I literally have clothes here for like three months. Cause I would visit him every month. And I was like, I don't only have one suitcase. Like how the heck am I supposed to get home? Long story short, our friend that introduced us drove six hours to come pick me up and then drive six hours back. And then Mm -hmm. that I think ever since that heartbreak, everything to me is like nothing because I generally thought I was going to marry this kid. Like we talked about marriage. He talked about how much engagement rings were. Like I thought like this is it. So I think with this classy fuckboy ending, I'm moving on quicker. And I'm like, okay, like that's nothing big. But yeah, with this kid, when we first had sex, I look back on it now. And I'm like, is that, I don't know if that was right. I don't know. But I just remember everything became over. It was probably a month into us hanging out. We would always drink up bottle of wine together. That was just our thing. So I'm a lightweight, I'm allergic to alcohol because I'm half Asian. So like one glass, two glasses, I'm like out. I have three glasses that I remember. So I was long gone. Like I was not me. It was my older alter ego. I don't know what her name is, but like, it was just that. And I remember he Things got spicy. So we went to the bedroom and I remember he kept saying, like, I want to have sex with you. And I was like, "Um, you're not my boyfriend, one. And you haven't even taken me on a date. I remember saying that to him. He was like on me and I had my hands on his chest. I was like, you didn't even take me on a date. You're not my boyfriend. He's like, but I am going to be your boyfriend. And then he just, like, just,
0: yeah. That's a strong claim.
1: Yeah. And then that's when he said that. He's like, oh, well, I will be your boyfriend. And then he... The,
0: right, the, and then you were like, okay. And then I was,
1: I I said no to him. Still, I remember I said no, 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 and he still yeah. put it in. I was like, what? And I was so drunk that I couldn't do anything. Right. So like that gets me upset, thinking that I got taken advantage of in my own apartment. Yeah. And then after that, we would just he would only come over. Like we would hang out, watch a movie, Spicy Time. It was just like Netflix and chill. Honestly, after that, but. So it makes me think like this whole time was a lie. If you just wanted to hook up, like just be honest with me because maybe I could have wanted that too with you. Like it's not that hard to be honest. So this whole Yeah. That's why I call him the classy fuckboy because he would just mess me up with his words so badly and then blatantly lie saying I want a relationship and then just completely say I think we're looking for different things and I'm like that's that's not what you said 2 weeks ago, sir. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Or when you said you were going to be my boyfriend or in the beginning when I asked you what you were looking for and you sent me a paragraph saying you were looking for something real. So that's the hardest part. And and that's, I think, where we get caught up in like falling for breadcrumbing and picking up these little crumbs where it's like mm-hmm. people can say things like people can talk and we we like to hear the things we want to hear. And we like to see these texts that they send us. That's the reassurance that we need to say, okay, this could go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And when someone continues to do that and you start to believe it, but then their actions aren't lining up with what they're saying, we're already bought into it. So we end up making up all these excuses for them.
1: That was my thing. And I told my therapist too. I was like, I feel like an idiot. Like the day after it happened, I called her. I was like, this is an emergency. We got to have a call. So we talked and she's like, don't, and this made me feel better about myself. Cause I know I give so many people benefits of the doubts. So and she's like, don't feel bad for doing that because that's a great quality to have. Don't yeah. become cold hearted because someone's an idiot. Like you should yeah. be grateful that you do have that empathy towards people and the understanding. Cause that's a great trait to have. So it took me a while afterwards to just like be okay. Like, okay, I'm just a I just get people better with the doubts. It's not a bad thing. It's sometimes annoying because it does bite me in the butt, but it's not a bad trait to have. And I don't want to lose that trait on myself because a stupid boy just didn't deserve that respect for me.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm the same way. And and I know I like always said, like, oh, I want to like protect my heart. I'm not gonna like mm-hmm. put myself into these situations again. But then I would get into the situation and I'm I'm like, no, it's gonna be different this time. And mm-hmm. I would find myself giving people the benefit of the doubt, I would say, oh, well, like this person isn't this other person. So I can't just assume that he's going to do the same thing or that he's going to hurt me in the same way. Like everybody deserves a clean slate. But after a while, I mean, I I truly did just keep putting myself in the same exact situation over and over just with a different person. And at the same time, though, like I didn't wanna lose that aspect of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are so many people I know who after they get hurt, after they get their heartbroken, get out of a bad relationship, they like close themselves off.
1: Yeah. It's it's sad. I mean, with my last relationship, like that was probably the worst heartbreak out. There. Like, you not know, people say like you have three loves. Like the first love's like the high school one, then the second one, and the third. He's definitely the second person because I <laughs> literally i lost myself completely and now when i do date i do have some i do feel walls are built up usually i'm a very open person i mean i just said like i lost my virginity and two days later got broken up with so i'm very open but when it comes to dating i'm like you don't deserve half these things like unless you're my boyfriend so i think after learning this whole classy fuck with situation i now know to like make my boundaries more strict and be like hey if you don't respect these and like just peace out anytime someone even messages me now like what's your snapchat i just ignore them i'm like You're not wasting my time. We're not going through this again.
0: (laughs) Totally. I guess I have one question for you. And this is a question that like, I don't even have the answer to. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a fun question either, but obviously like we date people until we either decide that like, we want to keep dating them or we don't. And Mm -hmm. I think a really gray area of dating is when somebody says like, they're looking for something serious and someone Mm -hmm. else is like, yeah, I'm looking for something serious too. And then someone decides okay I still want I want something serious but not with this person and Mm -hmm. I don't I don't I'm not saying that that's the case in your situation he continued to say this over and over and over and then like this thing kind of erupted and granted like you deserve so much more than that um and then what he was giving you like beyond words (laughs) but it is such a confusing thing where it's like how do we know when like is somebody really like ill-intentioned or did they just like date somebody until they decided they don't want to date someone anymore? It's like, how do we kind of determine that for ourselves?
1: Yeah. I think with me personally, the way I dated people, even now, like if I'm talking to someone, I've been on dates with them, I don't ghost unless it's like the only time i Oh yeah. The only time I ghost is when like, we haven't met in person. We're only like, texting on the dating after like one or two days and they say something sketchy and I'm like, okay, peace out. Like not about that. I always tell people how it is. So like, I remember one guy I went on a few dates with him and it was fine. I just, he did something or something happened where I was like, this is not it. So I learned bl- blatantly told him like, Hey, I don't see this going somewhere the way that it should be. Or I don't see like a future with you. Like, I just, I don't want to ghost you. And I just want to give you the respect. And like, I just think we should end things like there's nothing to do with you. I just don't feel it. And I feel like people need to be more honest that way. And it's not bad to tell the person you're not interested anymore. Like it's, you're saving them time. You're saving yourself time. And you're also giving them that respect. Cause every time I have ended things with somebody, like there's one guy I went on one date with him and I still said like hey like I just don't see this going somewhere he was like thank you so much for not ghosting exactly. me and just telling me the truth like every guy that I've said that to has said I I mean he was not gonna lie I like you even more now because you didn't ghost me He was yeah. like but I respect you just being honest with me and just giving me that respect as a human being than just ghosting me and confusing me he's like this made more sense Absolutely. and I feel like more people need to do that so there's less of a gray area when it comes to that and if you're not interested in somebody like that's okay that's why you're dating you're not getting married right. to them but just give them the respect to like hey i just don't see this going somewhere and the way that i thought it was going to is nothing to do with you i'm just not feeling it you're a great person um I just wish you the best. Like, I know I've said that before. I just, say, I just don't want to ghost you because you're a nice person. They're like, Oh wow. Thank you.
0: <laughs> totally. I will say also like on, on the similar uh, path of that point with, with like his response to you, this particular guy being like, Oh, now I like you more. Cause you didn't ghost me. Like I have totally sent that anti-ghosting text to people and their response has made me like them more. Right? I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, like maybe this is a really good person that I should like give a chance to because they're actually great and, and thoughtful and honest and real. Oh, I hate when that oh, happens. Shit. You're like,
1: you're like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe we should try again. Maybe just one more date.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was just kidding with you. I just wanted to see
1: how you would react. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just testing the waters a bit. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, well, I had actually one other thing I was thinking about in mm-hmm. with your whole situation um cuz you did mention that you're you've moved on more like better and and faster than mm-hmm. previous situations are you still not on social media
1: uh no so i am on social media again so no, okay. what happened i'm actually talking to someone right now we're actually going on a date friday so Hell yeah, and he's are. completely different need,
0: wait wait hold on i need to tell everybody it is monday you have a date plan for friday yes
1: and we've been that. We've been texting for about, so with the whole situation with Classy Fuckboy, he, we ended things like what, end of March or something. I deleted my Instagram the night of, because with me, anytime I go through a breakup, even if it's a situationship, my friends like to tell me I have half boyfriends. That I've always been the girl with half boyfriends. That's, my last, my first boyfriend was in high school and then six years went by, I didn't date, I mean, I dated, but I didn't have a boyfriend. So within those six years, I've only had half boyfriends. I was known as a girl with half boyfriends. And then I finally dated my last year ex. And then now I'm back to the dating pool again. So anytime I go through the breakups of anything, even if it's not a real boyfriend or a situation ship, if I feel hurt, I guess I'm easy with cutting people off when it comes to romantic stuff. So I would delete my Instagram. I delete them off of everything because I don't want to see their stuff. I know with me i will stalk them and i don't want to do yeah. that so i know for my best intentions i delete social media completely especially instagram so i that's, deleted instagram yeah
0: yeah that's why i, I thought like maybe that ha- had part something to do with how you were able to like move on and move it forward definitely
1: yeah. definitely yeah. helped just and completely deleting him from my life even with my ex last year like that was the biggest heartbreak ever i deleted him off of everything he didn't understand that i said there's something to do with you I need to pretend I need to act like you don't exist anymore like that's as sad as it is like of course I'm gonna remember you but I need to live my life like you don't exist and you're not in my world anymore which is true I'm never friends with exes um that's just not my thing I don't it just I see it as if you're friends with an ex I means you never truly had feelings for them because I personally don't want to see an ex with another person i obviously I want the best for them but I don't want to see it personally because then I get upset
0: I mean, I can't see it. I've, I've tried to be friends with exes and it's been an absolute disaster. And, um, yeah, not only do I not want to see it, I can't see it. I don't, I can't know about it. I, I can't, I can't handle any of it. So
1: with me, it's like, once I find somebody new, I forget about you and I'm all about this person and that'll be my new heartbreak or my new, whatever, (laughs) until the next person. So like. To me, it doesn't bother me. It's just with my most recent ex, like, I just can't. Like, I don't even, like, we're going to maybe run into each other. And I'm like, I just can't with you. Like, I don't want to see you with anybody else. But to me, that helps a lot. A lot of my friends don't get it. They're like, no, I want him to see my stuff. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, you want to see myself? Like, I don't want you to see myself. I don't, you don't have the privilege of knowing what I'm doing anymore. You don't have the privilege of knowing what I'm looking, like, look like anything. Like, it's just not healthy. So deleting him off of everything truly helped. And then... I gave myself, I think two or three weeks to like know to go on dating apps, whatever. And then I went on a dating app and now I'm talking to this guy for like, whatever, how many weeks. And it's been great. He knows how to text. It's like, oh my gosh, so he's older, which I've never dated someone this much, much older than me. He's like four years older than me. So I'm like, okay, this is like, okay. oh, wow, you're, you're a man. This is crazy. Um,
0: <laughs> but- yeah, don't be fooled. He can still very much- be I know. I,
1: there's certain things where like a little bit red flags and I'm like, okay, they're not as- bad as like other things i might have to give him a chance and so far yeah he did way better than classy fuck boy and asked me on a date he's driving a very far distance to come see me and like take me out for lunch and coffee and we're gonna go walk like along the beach because i live on the beach like you're like we're gonna facetime prior to our date too so like we can facetime and i'm like this is nice this is communication wow isn't
0: it funny (laughs) how like our terrible experiences as bad as they are they make us appreciate the good things and yeah they make us recognize what we deserve and when we get that it's like wow this is lovely it's and how it so, should be but it's so lovely
1: it's so nice and all my friends are like okay who's like I guess I'm like the single friend or the girl i out of all my friends except for one other girl we do go on dates a lot I talk to more people so there's always code names of people so like classy fuck boy was sushi boy this guy is I can't even say his thing I don't think he was listen to this but he's like wine guy like there's like little things that I do yeah they're like to they give names to people so half the time my friends are like wait what's his real name and i say the real name he's like wait what was his background again it's just funny but yeah but i'm trying to take the anxious attachment style trying to date multiple people at the same time but then i'm the type of person like oh i like him the most he's like number one i'm just gonna put my attention on him but like i'll i can't like talk to other people because i just want to talk to him so trying to get better at that but this kid who I'm seeing, this guy, this kid, he's not a kid. He's way well older than me. No, I call <laughs>
0: them all kids too. I'm like, I'm not a woman. I'm a girl. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. People call me a woman. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm a girl
0: and I'm dating a guy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a woman dating a man, nor
1: will no. I ever be. Oh my God. That means me feel so old because I'm not like, okay, like health benefits. I'm turning 26 soon. Like I got rid of that. I'm like, oh God, adulting sucks.
0: <laughs> yup. I hate it here. <laughs> no. Yeah. But
1: I think deleting the social media truly truly help and I suggest that with anybody as hard as it is just delete it because you can with Instagram specifically you only can deactivate it for 30 days so you have to reactivate it within 30 days or your Instagram gets deleted completely like forever so it's a good timeline to give yourself that and I think that's what helped me best but he also I didn't remove him off of Instagram so usually when I go back on Instagram I would remove him too but I just didn't because I'm like I don't even like you guys want you i'm being petty yeah. and i know that i'm having my ego and i'm like you want you want to see myself go for it like because i'm gonna do nothing with you he liked my, be yeah. my instagram post. he literally liked my instagram post from two days ago like how's he fuck and i was like are you like
0: because he wants to be your best friend but it's Ugh. like
1: why and he hasn't yeah. texted me since then so he hasn't done anything so yeah but it was just so weird i was like you didn't like any of my instagram pictures when we were talking and now that we stopped you're just liking them and i'm just like huh Guess we'll you guys will see this summer if I run into you, I'm going to make sure some, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to care. because It sucks because I look at him. I'm like, you're not that cute. Like you're cute but you're not that. You didn't, you weren't worth my time for me to be that upset about you. And that's what pisses me off. I'm more upset about letting someone take advantage of me than what he actually did to me.
0: Yeah. Which is a new feel
1: feeling like I've never felt before with dating. So usually I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did that to myself. Like I let somebody, I told myself like I'm not going to go through this again and I let it happen again. But I am proud of myself though that The recovery process, but I only cried for like maybe two or three days, like little tears here and there, like getting upset. But like, I'm actually fine now. Like, now I'm like, oh, if I run into him, I'm just gonna start laughing. So
0: yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, no, I'm glad we talked about that social media thing. Cause I think it is the most helpful and beneficial thing you can do when you're recovering. I also will say, if you don't want to totally deactivate it or if you think you want to do it for more than 30 days, what I've done in the past is I've had a friend change the password for me. So oh, I literally so just smart. can't get in my Instagram's still there. Like people can still find me and stuff, but I have absolutely zero access to it. And that that's was so like, so smart. amazing for me. Yeah.
1: I didn't even think of, oh, I'm going to do that next time because is- all my friends text me and they were like, why 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 didn't you do that? And I remember I deactivated it and I wanted to go for another week, but I was on dating apps again. And two guys were like, What's your Instagram? And I was like, Well, I can't say I deleted it because it's just a long story. So I had to reactivate it. And then I'm I got something I like applying to other jobs and they're like, What's your Instagram? And I was like, Oh, okay. So like (laughs) I had to post it and I was like, Oh, I have to make it activate again and they're gonna see my thing again. But I definitely think the social media thing and just cutting people off. I mean, of course you can be friends with somebody, I guess years down the line that's totally fun or months down the line but I think the initial no talking and no, yeah, contact, no contact truly truly helps and I just tell that to all my friends I'm like no but I was like it helps so much for you just to not think about it or I get anxiety going on social media where it should be like a chill thing to do just go on social media go on tiktok instead of being like afraid to go on like I remember on tiktok yeah. they had like the recommended friends thing I remember my ex from last year he came up and I was like uh, I don't, don't want to see it. I can't go on TikTok anymore. So I like deleted TikTok and I love TikTok and I couldn't go on it because his name kept popping up.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, I actually, there's the the dating app 4 It's the double dating app. Um, shout out Julia and Danielle, the founders. They're amazing. Uh, they have the most brilliant thing I've ever heard a dating app do where you can actually give a list of names to the app that you never want to see. And it could be exes. It could be people you hate. It could be siblings. And it, even if they don't yet have the app like if they're not yet on foreplay it doesn't matter if they ever come onto foreplay you will never see them
1: <gasps> that's so so nice really because my two exes have such common common names <laughs> and it's so hard it's like half the population especially with like classy fuck his name is so common i'm like well i mean i can date another guy with that name because he wasn't my boyfriend yeah. but like man oh that's so yeah. smart you yeah, should see brilliant. my, I wish people saw my face. My jaw dropped when she said that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so clutch. So That's check out 4 so Uh Hashtag not sponsored, but wish it was. <laughs> um, well, thank you so, so much for being here. I, I'm i sorry for about everything you went through, but I, I love how much you took away from it and how much you learned about what you deserve and what you want and, and what you're, what you won't accept anymore and i'm so excited that you have a date planned thank like, you a week in advance and- well
1: hopefully he shows up because i'm so used to classy fuck boy just ending things last minute so i'm like kind of anticipating this but i'm like we'll see but i think people need to also take like even though a situation ship ends there's always good that comes out of it and my good was that i know what i deserve even more i know the red flags that i should never do again and also like my recovery process i'm just proud of myself for just recovering as fast as i did and now i'm like I'm like, fine. I've not even thought about him, honestly, until I f- saw, like, the pod. We had to record this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. And I like, haven't thought about him since. So they I'm even so talk about it now. You. Thank you. Thank you. My mom's had me, you. too. Well,
0: and your therapist. <laughs> and my therapist. Oh, my God. My well, therapist. I'm about
1: it. Oh, my God. But my therapist is going to be s- oh, she's so proud. She even said, like, when we ended things, she was like, I told you. And I was like, I know. Next guy I date. If he has do not approve of him, I won't continue talking to him.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. All right. well thank you again so much and to everyone who listened, thank you. Don't forget if you have something you want to talk about unfil on unfiltered, you can email me at seeing other com, and I'll talk to you guys soon.